back to your tech report. Yes, indeed. It is your tech report. Mark Aflalo and Mitchell Whitfield with you. He's in Los Angeles. I'm in Montreal. You like to remind people of that because we are cross-border like that, Mitchell. That's just how we roll. It no, is. This is really cool. I mean, let me listen. We, we know we have uh, big audiences in the States, both in the States and in Canada. But not only do we get an international perspective, we also give the perspective of two separate coasts, East Coast, West Coast. Oh, now, look at that. Uh, but I'm still, listen, I'm a born and raised New Yorker, but I'm on the West Coast now, so we have both countries, both coasts. We're everything. That's all I can say. We're everything. If you want to follow us on Twitter, we invite you to do so at Your Tech Report, Facebook.com slash Your Tech Report. Our email address is contact at yourtechreport.com. A lot of the stuff we're going to talk about right now in our little back-to-school edition of Gadgets and Tech are stuff that either you have sent us or some PR companies have sent us to talk about or things that we think are cool. But before we even get into that, Mitchell, there's two things that I honestly forgot to mention during the news. Samsung has opened the public beta of its new pay service, Samsung Pay. Um, so if you want to get in on this public beta, you need to have a Galaxy S6, an S6 Edge, a Note 5, or an S6 Edge Plus, as well as a credit or debit card from a U.S. bank. It has to be a Visa, or you can have MasterCard if it's Bank of America. And you also have to be have service from AT&T, T-Mobile, Sprint, or U.S. Cellular. No Verizon customers. So you can, you're SOL if you want to use it, and you're on Verizon. But again, the public release is still about a month away, so you can try it out if you want to. Am I crazy, or is that just a lot of you have to have this, have to have this? A lot yeah, of a lot of, pre, a lot of prerequisites a lot of here. Yeah, uh, yeah. And the other thing I forgot to mention off the top was Instagram. I don't know if you use the service as much as I know a lot of friends of mine. If I you, don't, but everyone I know does. Okay, so, you, you know. know, Instagram pictures are always these beautiful square pictures. Well, the squares are gone. It's not hip to be square anymore. They now <laughs> allow you to do widescreen and uh, and tall images in Instagram. So if you haven't got the download the new uh, version of that app, you're going to want to get yourself in on that so you can start taking pictures like a like a normal human being. And and the other thing I forgot to mention, because we talked about the Apple event obviously in a, two weeks from now, September 9th in San Francisco, um, they're saying that the iPhone 6S might have animated wallpapers like the Apple Watch, so you can actually do things like the time lapse that you can do on the Apple Watch. And, and let's not forget the Apple Watch OS 2 is going to be hopefully released within a couple days of that event, so it really invigorates, you know, people are saying that the Apple Watch has not really reached its prime yet, and, and this Watch OS 2 is going to really kind of project it to that next level, I think. Well, you told us a long time ago, and you were absolutely right, that, you know, when it comes to devices, you know, we see a certain amount of innovation every year, but at the end of the day, it's going to be the software that really pulls us in. And I think it becomes especially important, like you said, Mark, with 2.0 WatchKit, because, have, I mean, the new Watch OS, because there are so many things, once you get a device in your hand, once you live with it for a while, even for developers and for consumers, you start thinking of, oh, wouldn't it be cool if, wouldn't it be cool if? And I think Apple has been very good about addressing the needs of its consumers. Now, granted, they usually throw out a, f- a few things every year and they hold back certain features so they'll have a reason to update it down the line. But still, I think people, if you if you haven't found great uses yet for your Apple Watch, just hold on for another few weeks because I think once 2.0 comes out, the software is really going to unlock the real potential of this device. So let's get into our back-to-school list. You know, this list is really just kind of curated of things that we've played with throughout the year. Some people, when they go back to school, they're going to different cities, different, different countries even when they go back to school. So the first thing I'm my list, Mitchell, is from Belkin. Belkin has some really cool accessories. We've had the opportunity of playing with a lot of their stuff. It's their Q, I think it's called Q-O-D-E. Q-O-D-E. It's an Ultimate Pro keyboard case designed specifically for the iPad Air 2. It retails for $119. What's really cool about it is that it gives you full protection to your iPad Air 2, plus the convenience of a detachable 
cover and keyboard experience of a laptop if that's what you want. So if you want a full keyboard and you want the protection for that iPad Air 2, you've got it right there in a beautiful case from Belkin that retails for only $119.99. Do you feel that a lot of people have held off from getting keyboard cases? I mean, there are very few companies that have been able to do this well. So I'm glad to hear that there's a good one out there because I think some people hesitate because it adds just the slightest amount of bulk. You know what I mean? But but for, for a lot of the newer ones, like you're talking about, it isn't really that much of an issue, but I think it's the one thing that's held people back. What I find is that the Bluetooth keyboards work as well for your iPad and your tablets uh, as right. keyboard cases. So I like to keep my case nice and slim for my iPad, and I've got Apple's Bluetooth keyboard, and I've got Microsoft Bluetooth keyboard that I can easily throw into my gadget bag. And whenever I need a keyboard, I want a full keyboard, which I find, honestly, is quite rare. Um, right. I, I whip it out, and I use it. So if you want that full keyboard experience, there's lots of ways you can look at it. I mean, when you're traveling and if you're in school and you're taking notes and stuff on your iPad, it's definitely cooler to have a physical keyboard in front of you. Absolutely. But it's also a bit noisier too, right? So can you imagine sitting in a classroom with, you know, 50 people who have physical keyboards and all you hear is click, 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 Yeah, but you know, the nice part about that is a lot of the keyboards now are so quiet depending on, you know, it's not like we're talking about a gaming keyboard that has those yeah, giant mechanical keys. A lot of them are soft touch keys. But uh, yeah, I, I recently started using a keyboard uh, on, my, on my iPad, something I never thought to do because it seemed sort of contrary to what the device is for, you know, or contrary. But yeah, I think I'm going to start looking into a keyboard case just because I can. Just because you can. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so many battery backups and portable chargers and things like that come, come top of mind. Mophie has an incredible lineup of products uh, as you're holding one in your hand right now um, <laughs> for, for different devices. Mophie's great because they have the ones built in, you know, built for the iPhone. I know you bought one when you were doing E3, and I have one for battery backup. I mean, I try to plug my phone in whenever I can to make sure I'm not a battery. What's the one that you have right there? Uh, well, it's a company that we're very familiar with, a company called Satechi. And we have reviewed a couple of their USB hubs. They're aluminum. They, listen, this company makes gorgeous stuff because all of it looks like it came out of Apple's design studio, yeah. which is probably the biggest compliment you can get in terms of the design of a product. If it looks Apple-esque, it means it looks classy, clean, and expensive. Uh, so Satechi, in, order, in addition to putting out their great USB hubs, their powered USB hubs, they also have, they have a lot of products, but right now I'm looking at their aluminum portable energy stations and these are basically giant rechargeable batteries that you can recharge or charge your devices on that have multiple inputs uh they they have several different models the ones they sent us there's a 10,000 milliamp version okay wow i'm talking 10,000 milliamp and it's called the sx10 aluminum portable energy station and then there's the sx20 which as you can guess has 20,000 milliamps. The cool thing, one of the cool things that really sets these devices apart, number one, obviously their beautiful aluminum design goes perfectly with any high-end smartphone that you have, or really any device. But what it has built into it is, it has a small digital display. So, you know, a lot of these, you know, chargers, they give you a bar system. Yeah. Three bars, four bars, which is great, but only gives you an approximation of, you have three quarters left, half your energy left. This, when you press the button on the face of this uh, charger, it gives you an actual numeric display of exactly how much power you have left. Cool. So it's great at not only giving you a lot of power, but also letting you know what you have. Uh, it also has a built-in LED flashlight. 
right? Uh, I mean, it's really, really cool. You can char- recharge your device numerous times. You can plug in numerous devices. I'm looking right now at the 20,000 milliamp battery, <laughs> the SX20. It has four inputs, Mark. You can charge four things at the same time, including an iPad, which usually, you know, which requires a higher amperage. So, uh, I mean, th- these things are amazing. Not only can they charge an iPad, but a lot of these, especially the higher capacity uh, portable batteries, you can... Laptops, if you, right? If you had the new MacBook Air, right? the new MacBook, sorry, the, the, the really, really thin one that has the USB type, Type-C connector, you could be charging right. your laptop while you are actually on the go. So if you lose battery power on your laptop, you can you can control that as well. What's the price point on those? Well, this is, this is the part that really kind of blew me away because, uh, you know, the prices originally when these devices first came out, they were a little on the higher side. Technology has come so far. For the 10,000 milliamp version, yeah. it's twenty nine ninety nine. What? For the 20,000 milliamp version with the four inputs, including multiple devices and iPads, $39.99. I sound like, a, what would it take to put you, you into know, this charger today, Mark? You know, it's funny. $39.99. Because like, I put together my list of things, and you have your list of things, and the one that right. I was going to talk about was uh, another Belkin product. It's called the Mixit Power Pack. It's right. a, a 4,000 milliamp battery. Um, it's got two ports, different colors. Um, again, I don't even want to talk about it because it's twenty nine ninety nine, the same price as your ten thousand milliwatt <laughs> milliamp, yeah, milliamp but you know battery. What? But, but you know, everybody has you know, it depends on what your needs are. You know, for a lot of power like that, I mean, the, the, the incredible bang for your buck. If you want something more portable, something smaller, and something colorful to match, for example, your phone, then the Mixit's good. Then the Mophie has their options as well. They're on the more higher end. Well, we also know that sometimes when it comes to making devices smaller, they tend to cost a little bit more. And sometimes having a small, attractive device that can charge your phone a couple of times is just as relevant, maybe even in certain situations more so, than carrying a bigger... Because listen, look at these things. I mean, this 20,000 milliamp one, it's a little on the heavier side. It's big. It's not something you're going to slip into your pocket. The Belkin one, I'm sure, goes easily into your pocket, weighs next to nothing, recharges your phone like that. So I think there's uh, there are places in the market to support all of these devices. And yes, it might be the same price as a battery that has more capacity, but it's also more pocket-friendly and a little cuter. So there you go. There's a place for everything for all these devices. It is your tech report. I am Mark Aflalo. He is Mitchell Whitfield. We are talking back-to-school gadgets. Mitchell, let's move on to streaming for a second, because especially in dorm rooms where you don't necessarily have cable and you don't have TV, you still want access to your Netflix and, and your movies and stuff like that. Roku has been putting out some great media players and streamers. I've been using their streaming stick when I travel. It's awesome because it's tied to my account. It comes with that remote and you can literally just pop it into the HDMI port and you're good to go. But the Roku 3, it's priced at only $109, $109 okay? So it's it's a bit more expensive than the current Apple TVs, but you get the 1,400 channels of entertainment. You got Netflix, Crackle, NHL Game Center, the Cineplex Store, you get YouTube, uh, you've got the voice search, you've got the headphones built into the remote, which I is love a great that. bonus because, I don't know about you, but I've spent hundreds of dollars in just wireless headphones just so I can watch stuff in the room. So I think the Roku is an awesome, awesome choice if you want to get something, a streaming device for your actual dorm room or just your bedroom or no matter what. Listen, I mean, mean, it used to be that we'd have to find a reason or find a use for these devices. But let's face it, Mark, you and I both travel. We both have families. We both have small kids. When you're traveling and you're going to a hotel, you don't have to worry about, oh, what kind of services they have, what kind of... You're now carrying YouTube, Amazon, every online service you can imagine in a a stick form in your pocket that fits in a... literally in a shirt 
pocket. Yeah. Once you sign up, once you enter your information, it's there. All It becomes a simple plug-and-play device, and you have access to all of your favorite programming. It's really quite brilliant. Even, Mark, even if it didn't only did Netflix and didn't do the hundreds and hundreds of other channels that it gets, even if it only did Netflix, yeah. it would be worth it. But this, now, this thing is like, you know, one of those life-changing devices. I really believe that. Um, have you had a chance to play with the Sonos speakers? I have not. It's, they still have not arrived, if you can believe such a thing. Well, we're going to have to send an email to Corey right now. Um, yeah. Sonos has a, an incredible line of connected speakers. These are speakers that connect wirelessly to the internet and give you access to a wide, wide, wide array of streaming audio services. But the, what the the thing that really gets me is that for the price point, you're talking about 219 for the Play One, for example, you get incredible crystal clear hi-fi sound in this beautiful small package that gives you access to whether it's your Sirius XM streaming account, your Google Play Music. No matter what service you want, you can stream to your Sonos speaker with or without a phone. So this makes a great centerpiece for both the home or the dorm or no matter where you might want to use that. And sound quality? Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Yeah, that's, Absolutely that's amazing. Absolutely yeah. amazing. I, I would put one in each of my rooms just to connect my entire house if I could. And the Play One, which is the one that's on the on the more portable side, is only $219. Get it in two colors if you want it there. And again, everything's built right in there to the actual Sonos speaker. So you control it with the app. You get it all set up. You can connect it wirelessly, plug it directly via Ethernet, whatever you want. It's right there. Uh, since we're on the theme of both portability and back to school, and they both come together, of course, in many ways, I wanted to show a little love to our friends over at HP. Now, I'm going to have my full-blown review in a couple of weeks, but for now, I just want to throw it out there. Whenever people think about a portable computer, you know, we talked about, like, you have the, the streaming stick, right? Yep. Now we're starting to hear about PCs on a stick, portable computers that are even small. The Mac Mini used to be the standard for small form factor, really small fat form factor desktop yeah. computers. But Mac Minis are not cheap. They started around four ninety. Now, the, the folks at HP, they sent me the Stream Mini Desktop Computer. Now, I want, you, I want you to wrap your brain around this, Mark, because when you hear what I'm about to say, it'll start to sound really bizarre, but it's real. Uh, this is a small form factor computer that is much smaller than a Mac Mini, if you can think of, think of such a thing. It, it looks like a very small router that fits in your hand. It fits in your hand, okay? It, it almost looks like an Apple TV, almost, in terms of size. A little bit bigger. It's, it's a little bit bigger than an Apple TV. It's blue, and it's beautiful. But I want you to listen to these specs, okay? Mm -hmm. You're getting a 1.4 gigahertz Intel Celeron dual-core processor. You're getting 2 gigs of 1600 megahertz DDR3L RAM. You're getting a 32 gigabyte solid-state drive built in. Okay? And you're getting Intel HD graphics. You're getting a fully functional computer. You can upgrade the RAM. You can upgrade to, I think, 8 or 16 gigabytes of RAM in this thing. But here's the really weird part. The price is $178. And I'm, I'm looking at it right, right now. I'm looking at the lowest price I've found for it, which is $178. So basically, HP has packed a fully functioning computer with multiple USB ports, HDMI out. I mean, this thing is ridiculous powerful for under 200 under 200 under $180. Uh, I will talk a little bit more about performance in the full review. It works really well. I would personally upgrade the RAM because 2 gigs although it works. Can you upgrade you know, it? Yes, absolutely. You can take it you can take off the bottom just upgrade the RAM. Oh my god. I mean this thing is amazing. The fact that it's even upgradable for under $180 online is pretty amazing. It's the HP Stream mini desktop computer if you're going back to school and you are on a very tight budget and you want a Windows PC that will get you through the year, that will let you stream, do everything you want, it's worth taking a look at the Stream Mini from HP. And Windows 10? 
Uh, not on this unit. I'm sure okay. it's upgradable too, but I have to check out in terms of RAM specifications. My guess is you'd probably have to add the extra RAM. Yeah. And remember, it only has 32 gigabytes of internal memory. It's not meant to be True. your hardcore. It's not going to be a gaming no, computer, with, obviously. With cloud computing and everything that's available today, you have access to all your files and everything you might need in the cloud. You just need this machine to give you the, the bare bones you know, computing power, which it does on just a television if you want. Absolutely, and that you see a lot of people now that are going to you know Google Chrome notebooks that don't have a lot of you know hard drive space, as you said, because most of our life lives in the cloud these days. So a smaller sized you know hard drive is not a big deal, and it's solid state, which means it's fast. Of course, I have to find out about Windows 10. I have not asked about that yet. I have not tried to update it because you are going to be limited in terms of space. But this thing for the money, for bang for the buck, it is ridiculous. Let's talk about a very cool monitor. I talked about the 27-inch version of this monitor last week, uh, the okay. pro the pro version of this monitor. This is a ViewSonic 24-inch, so the view viewable area is 23.6 inches, Ultra HD 4K LED monitor. Okay. $469.99 is the MSRP. You can get that a lot cheaper if you do shopping around. You get stunning HD resolution. You get your crystal clear blur-free performance. You've got DisplayPort, MHL, HDMI, so you can use it with that streaming box if you want. You can use it with a, with a DirecTV receiver. You can use it with any computer. A beautiful, slim display. Again, you get that ViewSonic computing power. The things that's missing, obviously, from the model that I talked about last week, you don't get a USB hub and stuff like that involved, but if you're looking for a good monitor on a decent budget for 4K quality, $469 or under, this is one that you're going to want to pay attention to. Okay, Mark, am I crazy, or was it only like literally maybe two years ago that a decent 24-inch monitor, 1080p monitor, was at just under $500? Now we're talking about a 4K monitor, high performance for that same price point. I mean, it, it really does make you think. I'm, I, 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 all the things that we used to think that we kept for years because the prices didn't drop, everything's changed now. I mean, look at how quickly, look at how quickly 4K TVs even yeah. have come down in price. These beautiful Vizio TVs for 60-inch televisions, 240 you know, hurts. We're talking under $1,300. So prices are coming down. This is the time to, you, if you're waiting to jump into 4K on the monitor or TV side, don't be afraid. It's ready for you to jump in. Mitchell, I want to talk about uh, one more product. I mean, you, okay. If you have something else you want to throw in, by all means, do it. Um, this is a very, very cool product. You use many computing devices. We all use screens. Yes. How many times have you bought a screen protector for your phone? Or your device, your tablet, whatever it might be. Honestly, I don't think I ever have because I just never... I protect them. I'm very careful with them. And I don't like it taking away the resolution. I I have used many different types of screen protector. I've taken advice from different people. I've used the InvisiShield glass. It's broken on me. I've used the plastic ones. I've never been able to get them on properly without some kind of bubble, bubble or speck right, yeah. of dust or something underneath. I've returned countless countless screen protectors. So <laughs> when I get an email saying, Crystal liquid screen protector, I'm like, okay, what's this? Crystal, okay, is literally a liquid screen protector. What it is is you wipe off your screen, okay, you then with apply you. this almost like wax on a car, and you can go over your headphone port, over your earpiece port, over your home button on whatever phone you might be, might be using at the time. You then buff it out with a little buffer that comes with it, and then over time, so over the first couple hours, it starts adding durability and layers of protection to your actual screen. So it's actually hardening the glass that is on your what? device. Wait, wait, hold on. Stop for a second. Do you actually spray it on almost like you're spraying on a cleanser type of thing? Or do you, you spray it, it on? Do you apply it with a, you, uh, a brush? You, you apply it with a brush. Um, okay. There's also a spray-on version. And then wow. you kind of polish it on like a like buffing a car afterwards. And, and, and 
it, in terms of hardness, it goes up to 9H of hardness, which is equivalent to sapphire. Are you kidding me? And it's applicable to any device. You don't have to worry about the shape of your phone. If you have an Android phone and can't find a, a screen protector for this type of phone, it's right there. It starts at twenty nine ninety nine. They obviously have the tablet models, which is a little bit more liquid, for thirty four ninety nine. And you never have to worry about it again. I have applied this on my phone and taken an Exacto blade to it afterwards. I don't want. I don't know why you would do that, but and, go ahead. And absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. It was. It really blew my mind and for the price point which is this is normally cheaper than the screen protectors you can get out there and it doesn't come off right you have to leave it on permanently it, it does right? not come off it doesn't okay. need to come off because there's no bubbles there's nothing that, that you have to deal with it is absolutely absolutely cool and it's available and works on any model of smartphone because it doesn't care about the actual orientation of where the buttons are etc etc I have nothing to say. I'm blown away. And you so outdid me that I'm not even going to talk about the Galaxy S6 Edge Plus or the Note 5 that I have in front of me. We will save that for next week. Well, you should save those for next week because uh, you need some more hands-on time with those products. And, mm-hmm. and you're on AT&T and you have those two devices, so you can actually get in on the beta of Android Pay or, or Samsung Pay or whatever Pay they're calling it today if you want to do that. Actually, these devices are on T-Mobile, but that's another issue. That's okay. <laughs> I'm not missing it at all. I'm having. A, the, by the way, they're both brilliant phones. Let me make that clear. Brilliant, brilliant Samsung devices. If you want to take a look at any of these products, we'll post them to our Twitter, whether it be the Crystal screen protector, the ViewSonic monitor, of course the Sonos speaker, the Roku battery, uh, the streaming device. All these things we talked about available on Twitter at your tech report, facebook.com slash your tech report. Mitchell, it is back to school. There's no, there's no doubt about it. You know, by the time we have our next show, kids are going to be in school and we are going to be a couple days away from Apple's September 9th fall media event. Can you imagine the fall media event? Uh, I'm, I'm already excited about that, but I have to tell you the one thing people don't talk about with back to school, they talk about your kids having to adjust. They don't talk about the parents having to adjust to getting up and getting the kids ready. And I still have not adjusted. I hope I can wake up for next week's show. You'll be able to wake up next. Uh, don't worry. Don't worry. That's All why right. we do it on the weekend, so we can okay, take care of ourselves. You. All right. Uh, Mitchell, of course, if you want to follow Mitchell on Twitter, it's at M underscore Whitfield. I am at Mark Aflalo again, at your tech report on Twitter. Facebook.com slash your tech report. And of course, contact at your tech report.com. If there's something that you would like us to talk about or something that you want to just tell us about, and just by all means, contact at your tech report.com. On behalf of Mitchell Whitfield, I am Mark Aflalo. Thank you for joining us. Oh, don't forget SoundCloud and of course, your tech report.com if you want to find all our shows. We will see you next week for another great edition, I guess our first fall edition of uh, your tech report as we tease the upcoming Apple September 9th event from San Francisco. Thanks for joining us. You've been tuned in to Your Tech Report. Join us again next week for another edition of Gadget News and Reviews. And be sure to follow Your Tech Report online at yourtechreport.com. For the latest breaking tech news and reviews, yourtechreport.com. It is your favorite girl. That's right. It's the Ali Mars, the one and the only. Everyone else just ain't me. I am the host of Welcome to Mars, a lifestyle podcast where nothing is off the table. I have come a long way from sex and dating and have transformed the new vibe to all things lifestyle. We still talk sex, but I'm more interested in the journey, where people have come from, how they made it, and where they're going. Subscribe or follow to a brand new look and a brand new era. Welcome to Mars. Subscribe or follow on Apple, Spotify, Google, or at theallymars.com. Because even with the new look, I'm still that same bitch you love to hate. The Podcast Super Friends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers. 
Hi, I'm Catherine O'Brien from Branch Out Programs in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm John Gay from Jagged Detroit Podcasts. I'm Matt Kundle from the Sound Off Podcast Network. I'm David Yes from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. And I'm Johnny Peterson from Straight Up Podcasts. Together, they form the Podcast Super Friends, an alliance of podcast masterminds sharing best practices, insights, and discussions to help make you a better podcaster. Follow or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or at soundoff.network.